Welcome to the City Beautiful Church podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join our family as we strive to live together in heavenly reality. For more great content, visit us online at citybeautiful.ch. Welcome. It's good to see you all. It's good to hear you sing. Um, this has nothing to do with what I wanted to say, but I thought it was really funny. Um, Jenna was talking about like praying over you know, urinal tracts and everything. When I was in Cambridge, I got into a conversation with a guy at a pub who was very far gone um, and wanted to talk to me about us Americans and our obsession with guns. And I'm like, no, no, I'm with you on this conversation. <laughs> but we see, started talking about how we were ruining the English language. And I said, no, no, we fixed the English language. Like, you have these U's and color and flavor. We took those out. And he just, like, challenged me on these things. And I said, all right, if you need to go to the bathroom, what are you peeing into? And he said, a urinal. I said, what are you putting in it? He said, oh. I said, yeah, we fixed that for you, too. <laughs> anyway, it's got nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today. But, you know, divided by a common language. Um, let's pray. Um, Heavenly Father, we testify the truth that you're here and that you're with us, that you're for us, you're not against us. Lord, we know uh, by faith that you go before us um, places that we cannot see on our own, that you make straight paths. Um, So as we follow you, even though we only see one step in front of us, we know that wherever you want to take us is good because you are good. Um, So be with us, Lord, today, especially today, today uh, being a day where we really put it to the test, this idea that you want to speak to us um, and that we are capable and worthy of hearing your voice. Uh, We have high expectancy, Lord, that you're going to move, and maybe it isn't in the way that we expect, Um, maybe it doesn't look like what we thought it would, uh, but perhaps it's going to be even better. So may the words of my lips and the meditation of all of our hearts be ever pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So last week, uh, we talked about vision for the church for 2022, and I was really excited about this vision that we have. You know, we, um, as a community, our leaders, elders, staff, we come together uh, in the latter part of the prior year. We spend some time in worship and in prayer uh, kind of extended period of one-on-one prayer, and then we come together and share what we feel like the Lord is saying. And, and it's really neat that some people will get a little bit of a vision, some people will get a scripture, some people will get a particular word or phrase. And as we share, there seems to be this thread through what it is that the Lord is speaking to us. So our vision doesn't come from, you know, me as the pastor kind of going up on the mountain like Moses. Um, I've told you before, like my favorite verse in the Old Testament in Exodus says, and the people stood afar off, and Moses entered into the thick darkness where God was. Um, and that's the Old Testament model of where vision comes from. We need a mediator. We can't, we can't, whatever that God is up on top of the mountain, we don't really have what it takes to be there. Um, but what we recognize in the New Testament is that the Spirit is guaranteed to us when we receive uh, Christ as our Lord, as our King, the Spirit of Jesus, is, uh, is put in us. We are inspired. The Spirit is put in us. And really, a huge part of what it means to be a Christian is to learn how to listen to the voice of God, to listen to the Spirit within us. 
We still, we do it in community. We still bounce that off of one another to, to explore because we can't, we can never take it for granted that we just automatically have the direct pipeline to the Almighty. Um, you know, I've been in, in charismatic church for a while. Many of you have as well. And you know those people where it's like, whatever they feel like they're hearing from the Lord is obviously right and everybody else is obviously wrong. Like, we come into this with a degree of humility. And a lot of the New Testament writers are really writing to us to tell us, this is how you do this. This is how you discern spirits and how you test spirits. And if you have a prophetic gift and you, you speak, but somebody else wants to challenge that, like, it creates this really um, conducive environment for learning how to listen to the voice of God over time. So last week, our church vision was from the throne flows a river of renewal, really building on this past year where we were kind of looking at all of our allegiance to King Jesus. Okay, so Jesus is on the throne. What is it that flows from that throne, and how do we begin to pivot as we're continually keeping Jesus at the center of our faith, uh, of our understanding of the world? Um, What kind of radiates out from that? And so this week, what we used to call Washer Sunday, which is just kind of a a word that kind of arose from the ether. Um, we're now just going to call it Personal Vision Sunday until I come up with something snappier. A button Sunday? I don't know, Lloyd, what do you think? No? It could be misconstrued. Um, but this, today, we're, we're looking at like, <laughs> you went there, Jenna, I didn't. Um, we're, we're looking at, okay, so here's the vision of like where the Lord's taking us all. And one of the things that I said last week that I love about this vision is I have no idea what it means and I don't know where we're going. And that's kind of great to me. I know some of you don't do as well with ambiguity as I do, um, but I, I'm really excited about it. And so today we're kind of looking at, okay, where might be the invitation for each one of us individually from the Lord? And I think this is what's so important to understand is the difference between vision and resolutions. How many of you have New Year's resolutions? Nobody. Nicholas has. What is yours, Nick? It's a secret. Great. Jenna? It's a secret. Cool. Well, I'm going to try to run a 5K every, like, three times a week, so you're welcome. You can have that one. I like resolutions. I think resolutions are fine, Um, but that's not what we're doing here, okay? Um, I don't, maybe that's what the Lord wants to speak to you about. Maybe he wants you to run a 5K, Um, yeah? But maybe there's something else that he wants to do. So vision isn't always about where we'll end up, but the kind of people we want to be whenever we get where God is taking us. That's really the difference, I think, between a vision and a resolution that should come up on the screen. A resolution is like, I want, to, I want to achieve this. I want to move in this direction. I want to be at this place, at this point in my own story. Uh, and like I said, those are well and good, but that's not what we're talking about here. That vision is the Lord speaking something to us that's guiding us Um, into a new chapter in our intimacy with him. And a lot of times we're surprised by where that might be taking us. Um, How many of you, you had a word in 2021? How many of you, when you look back, you see, ah, yes, I see where God was doing something. This was was being revealed in my life, but not in the way that I would have planned it, right? Like if I sat down like a resolution, they said, okay, here's the plan, and I'm going to download this app, and it's going to keep me accountable to do the following things. Like, sometimes our plans actually choke out the ability for us to follow the Lord's vision in our lives, because it's still about our control of our timeline. It's our control of our resources. 
and we leave before long, we realize that we've left God behind because we're so desperate to meet our, exp- our own expectations of our resolutions. So I think when we're talking about vision today, it's really important that we begin by recognizing, even as, as, um, as Scott was bringing up earlier, like we are known by God. God knows you. Um, he knew you before you were even formed. And this is, I think, perhaps the core thing that we often forget. We, we, we start to walk away from this idea that God knows us and that God knowing us is a good thing. See, some of you, you know God knows you, but you're not so sure that's a good thing because you know you and you're not a big fan of you. And God is like kind of like your ego, but just even bigger. So he knows you, but he doesn't really approve of you or he's always wagging his finger at you or something. And you're very apprehensive about this idea that God knows you. And so I think one of the major journeys of our lives is to continually reorient to what it means to be known by God as an, as an eternal truth, um, and that that truth is good. And then secondly, I think it's to reorient to this idea that God is always speaking. Um, oftentimes we say, if it's from God, it's true. But I think it's the other way around as well. If it's genuinely true, that's from God. That God is always speaking. Um, we're not always listening. And the most eternal, deepest truths of our lives are the things that God is constantly speaking over us, but at very specific points in our story, we might tune into it. I always think about it kind of like a radio. You know, the radio is always playing. All of these different channels are always playing. And your, your job when you're trying to find the radio station is that you're tuning into the proper frequency in order to listen to what it is that you need to hear that day. And that's kind of what it's like when God speaks. God is constantly speaking over us. And everything God speaks is a variation of love. Um, But there's specific points in your story where you need to tune in to a very particular thing that he's saying. And the beauty is that God will help you uh, to tune into that. Uh, And thirdly, it's to believe that you are capable of hearing the voice of God. I think some of us believe we're known by God. Some of us believe that God desires to speak in the general sense, but we don't think that we're actually worthy of it. We're still living in that Old Testament mentality. Well, I'm going to stand afar off. Somebody else has to go and mediate for me, um, which is a really great way to control people if you have the ability to hear the voice of God and you lord that over others. That's another whole sermon. Um, but to believe that you, like, as a human being, you were actually crafted to be able to hear the voice of God. This is what we see with the creation of Adam and Eve in the image of God, that they had this full, complete, unadulterated intimacy with the Lord, walking with him in the garden in the cool of the day. Um, And part of our journey, like our renewal, and again, I said last week, I love that renew almost sounds like an oxymoron, like jumbo shrimp, you know, like how do you you make something new again? That's just another thing but it's taking what was old and it's renewing it. And it's this idea that as human beings, we're being renewed back to that original Eden posture of being able to walk with God in the cool of the day. And so you are capable of hearing God's voice. And part of your journey of faith is learning how to listen in the particular way that God speaks to you. And sometimes that's gonna be a very familiar language. And sometimes that's gonna be uh, very strange. Like God will speak to you in ways that you didn't anticipate. And, that, and you have to be available for both of those. So what we're going to do today, when you came in, you were given um, a half sheet of paper um, with a few questions on it. We're going to reorient to that truth that we are known by God 
um, that God desires to speak to us and that we're all capable of hearing his voice by doing an extended meditation on Psalm 139. Um, and there's, there's kind of space at the top of that paper for you just to write some reflections. And these are the questions, you know, if you're in any of our community groups, these are the questions that you're so, so used to by now. Um, as I'm reading it, and you're just kind of open and available before the Lord, are there words or phrases that stick out to you? Um, are there certain concepts that maybe make you curious? You go, actually, I kind of want to know more about that. Is there an image that the Lord gives you? It's kind of just jotting all of those things down and just paying attention to your own attention. What is it that's enlivening me? What draws me in? Because that might be the place where God wants to begin to speak to me. And after we uh, go through Psalm 139, uh, I'm going to give you uh, a portion of time to look through those three questions um, one that reflects on the past, one that tries to discern what's happening here in the present moment, and then one that anticipates um, future possibilities. So I'm going to pray, and I'm going to lead us through Psalm 139, um, and we'll just take our time with this and see what the Lord has to say. So Lord, come to us, speak now. Thank you, Lord. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, 
you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day. For darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. So I want you to take two minutes and just kind of See what, what particular word, phrase, image is standing out to you in that psalm that maybe the Lord is inviting you to pay attention to.
we'll move on to the first question where we're looking at the past and we're remembering the past with gratitude. It's so important when we're anticipating the future that we're not doing it out of a place of anxiety or fear or loneliness, but that we're taking the time to remember what it is that God has already done for us and that that platform of gratitude gives us more confidence to say, okay, Lord, tell me what's next. So I'm going to give you two minutes um, to respond. What has God done for me in the past? So if you had a word or a phrase in 2021, um, how did that reveal itself to you? Were you surprised? Were you delighted? Was it what you had anticipated? The next question is about discerning what's happening in the present moment. Kind of keeping with this theme of the rivers of renewal, what's stirring the waters of my soul in the present moment? So are there recurring themes that are coming up for you? Uh, themes in prayer, themes in conversation with friends. Um, are there things that maybe they pop up in movies or songs and they keep kind of pricking at your soul? Um, are there consistent emotions that you've been experiencing recently and can you listen to those emotions not because they're truth in and of themselves but because those emotions are information they're trying to tell you something about what's happening beneath the surface so take two minutes for discernment what is stirring in the waters of my soul in the present moment
And the third and final question is anticipation of the future. So what might be on the horizon for my personal renewal? So you might want to come at it from the angle of like, what, um, what am I lacking in my life that Christ might want to fill up? Um, is there a particular angle to my story um, that is begging for renewal? Uh, but what do you think might be on the horizon? Take two minutes. And so as you look through the responses to those three questions, is there is a theme, is there a thread, something that can tie it all together, a particular word or phrase? You know, perhaps you, you came in uh, this morning already knowing what it is the Lord was inviting you to, but maybe you have no clue, and that's okay. Um, this isn't about getting it within a 30-minute window and, and making sure it's just right, but it's knowing well your journey with the Lord one thing that I do think is helpful often is uh, a lot of times it's the first thing that we think and then we try to convince ourselves that that wasn't the thing because we don't have confidence to be able to hear God. But usually when we are open and available in that first moment, that's when God speaks when we're able to hear him and then we pile in all of our human stuff. So um, that may be true for you today. Like there was something that you heard and you're looking at it and you're saying, oh, is this it? I don't know if this is. Like have, have some confidence that maybe that is uh, what the Lord is speaking to you. So I invite you to stand, and we're going to transition into time of worship. And perhaps you need uh, this, this time in worship to, uh, to sit with your word and just kind of uh, discern what is it that God is inviting me to in 2022. 
Um, perhaps you already know what it is and you want to spend some time just singing out the goodness of God. Um, we have our button machine over here on the right. We can only do one person at a time, so we need to move that through quickly. So if you know what it is, by all means, move in that direction and someone will help you to make that as like a little token or memento that you can keep through the year to remind yourself of what God is speaking to you. Um, and we'll have it set up next week. So next week, come early. Or for some of you, just show up on time. That'd be an improvement. And you'll be able to... Hey, I said it. I said it. Um, and we'll have that up for you guys to be able to do that as well. Okay? So let's stand and let's worship. Father, we thank you that you are a God uh, who knows us, who speaks to us, um, is eager to speak to his children. You're always speaking and your word is love. May we, Lord, day by day, open our ears more to hear your voice and to have confidence that we're the kind of people um, who are capable of hearing you speak. So whatever you want to do in this moment, Lord, uh, we give you permission to move in and through us uh, that we might walk away uh, from this time together and say, surely the Lord was in this place. Um, and he has spoken and he is good. So let's worship. This has been the City Beautiful Church podcast. To stay connected, follow us on social everywhere at City Beautiful CH. We hope you join us again soon.